0: Yes, we are back.
1: We are back. Me and my partner in crime. Back on Inspired Radio on the Monday afternoon, three o'clock, or just after three o'clock. It
0: is, and last day of winter.
1: Yes, I was going to say, this is the last day of winter, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah.
0: Woohoo.
1: <laughs> um, special thanks out to uh, Coffee with Caro there, Caroline. Uh, yep. Fantastic show. Um, yeah, so check her out every. Uh, I think she's on every day, I think, or almost
0: every day, just before us. So yep. fantastic. Yep. Let's Go for it, awesome. Um, Alright.
1: yeah. So last uh, winter,
0: Woo! yeah, yep. broke out the uh, the uh. I won't say the speedos. <laughs> I'll say the boardies.
1: <laughs> it did feel a little warm. Actually, it's been feeling a bit warmer the last couple of days. To be honest,
0: yep, yeah. No, it's been nice. Um, yeah. It's uh, eh, winter's winter. Luke, I'm I'm ready for the warmer weather. What <laughs> about you?
1: No, nah, I need winter for a couple more months yet. You so reckon? Yeah. No, I, I I could I could lose the rain. I don't mind having not the rain, but um, I definitely prefer the colder weather. Yeah. Although I like uh, something here but to, to be perfectly honest, my ideal weather is something in the middle where it's like warm, but and not freezing cold, but not to the point where the sun's just yeah, absolutely you know
0: blazing. S- yeah.
1: So somewhere in the middle, you know, like a twenty four yep. degrees or something like that. Beautiful. Yeah. Which That's is like probably something close to what today was. Maybe I don't know. I don't know yet. Don't know. I have, have a quick look. But yeah. Yeah. How, how was the weekend? Oh, it was hectic for me. I don't know about yep. you, but um, I was just non-stop the whole weekend, so oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sort of glad this is my first time where I'm actually getting to sit down and sort of relax a bit more, you know, so.
0: Awesome. <laughs> so, gigs?
1: Yeah, I went to a gig on fr- uh, Saturday night uh, yep. at the Lucy's Love Shack. It was the per- Perth Hornography second birthday uh, event. Wow. And uh, that time's fe- flowing. I remember the first. Yeah, it's the first one was 2018, and uh, mm. so every month, uh, this these uh, these couple of guys, uh, shout out to Dicey and Cabba who run the Hornography, they basically have this real community sort of minded uh, event every month where all the music fans that love guitar oriented type music uh, get together and hang out in a bit of a club sort of for setting, and uh, I nice. check out some music like live performances and. There's, you know, karaoke and giveaways and cheap drinks and all kinds of stuff, you know? It's fantastic. And you get to meet so many new people as well that you... Well, most of the time you, you end up going there and you, you run into half the people you already know. Exactly. but It's, then like, it's
0: like a small tribe, really. It is, it is. Yeah. And it's
1: a, but it's a community feeling, and that's what's really cool about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Perth has always had that community feeling. That's really one of the cool things about Perth is the small town sort of um, mentality has never really gone away over the years. I'm sure you've probably noticed yourself, oh, you know?
0: absolutely. I mean... You and I've been to countless gigs and uh yeah, it's always always fun. And uh yeah, people seem to engage, which is awesome. Yeah. You always want that for the especially for the local scene.
1: Well, that's it, exactly. I mean that's yeah. part of the whole live music experience, it's not just seeing the bands, of course, but it's also getting to um hang out with like minded people, which is the whole idea, you yeah, know. That's
0: it, and trade stories and trade well. I won't say trade albums anymore, but <laughs> tra- trade bands that you've been listening to.
1: Yeah, I mean, the old uh, tape trading thing from back in the day is not really a thing anymore. No. Uh, currently, no. You know, the kids the today... Old mix tape. <laughs> the old mixtape. Yeah, mixtapes. I used to do that all the time with the Same. old set tapes, mix um, old, you know, well, just stuff that you record from the radio, essentially.
0: Yeah, and I used to record... Um, Three hours of power when it used to oh be. Oh wow, on that on was
1: Triple J. Triple J, yeah. Like ninety eight.
0: Yeah, that's um, when I got my introduction to a lot of the bands. Now, yeah. Thank you, Andrew Hogg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrew Hogg. Uh, still going. He's got his own station now online, um, which is much like in the Inspired Radio actually yeah. online, which is kind of where everything is these days. You know, it is. It is. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and still doing it, you know, but he's got a 24-hour, well, I guess Inspired Radio is 24-7 as well, Which yeah. so there's always something going
0: on here. There's something going on here. Yeah, there's a lot of, different, uh,
1: lot of different programs and segments and all that kind of stuff going on, so yeah. um, hopefully the listeners out there can check it all out, because uh, I'm sure there's something out there that you uh, might dig into as well, you know? So, Definitely.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Um, so, what about you? What did you do on the weekend?
0: Well, I had my son. I um, which I always look forward to mm. um, Every second weekend every And um, second. we um, actually went out to King Road Brewery On uh, uh, Saturday Oh yeah Not for my son to drink For me to, <laughs> to have, have, have a You're drink You're teaching him how to drink, yeah. were you? <laughs> ha, ha, have a drink with my cousin <laughs> I'll make that very clear Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was, that was pretty cool yeah. uh, And then um, Yeah, just chilled out with uh, my girl And uh, that on Saturday night And, uh,
1: was that here in the Rockingham area? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yep. And, uh, then we, uh, myself and my boy went, uh, into the city for the afternoon. Okay, cool. Where'd Uh, you go in the city? Uh, went to a Chinese restaurant, uh, and, uh, there was a bit of an interesting, uh, interaction that I had with the wait staff, but I'll touch on that in a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, I want to get people's, uh, thoughts on it, uh, I'm going to choose my words very carefully. I'll I'll uh was it good or bad? Mm, well-intentioned. Yeah. Well-intentioned, but it come off as rude. Uh, oh, okay. From from the uh wait staff. Oh, or right, the, the okay. person serving me, I should say. Yeah. Um so it's just uh, an interesting way to I guess Interactions with people yeah. that you have out there, especially me getting around on crutches, yep. um, yeah, um, it kind of peeved me a little bit. But mm. hey, at the end of the day, uh, it's not my job to educate the world.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. Um, so I, I, I guess so you, you, I suppose it's it's not something you get used to, as far as that kind of thing. I mean, I guess we no, want to talk about it a bit later on, but just a little. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd
0: Just be interested to get people's well thoughts on it. Um. Some may say I'm a little sensitive, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, who knows? Well um, we'll get the whole story. We'll get later the whole story then. in a bit. All right. But cool. uh yeah, no, lovely weekend and um yeah. Chilled out. So it was oh, good. Cool. Yeah, cool. Excellent. Um,
1: all right, so let's you wanna crank some tunes? Yeah, let's crank some tunes. We're gonna we're gonna start off with some bluesy stuff, I reckon. Uh, I don't know about you, but it seems like a bit of a bluesy sort of day. Uh how about you crank a bit of uh, that old uh Walt trout?
0: Let's do it. All right. A bit that of Joe Bottomass there? Yeah, man.
1: That's that's, uh, that's groovy. It is. And it's a very intense... I, I said off the air to you, like, that Jay Bonamass is really just the sort of the heavy metal dude of blues music. <laughs> very intense kind of stuff.
0: That's wicked. I'm going to get into that myself. I didn't even know this. He's but fantastic. This man existed. Yeah, so. no,
1: he's... Uh, in the blues world, he's probably one of the most popular ones, I guess. Yep. Um oh, nice. Yeah, he's got a bit of a name. He played here a few times over the years as well. He played at the Perth Concert Hall, I believe, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you checked him out live? I haven't personally no, but I've been gunning to uh, go see him. So you yep. uh, might be waiting a bit, bit longer now. Yeah, no, unfortunately. Haven't. Yeah, it <laughs> was we yeah. a shame because he had some touring happening as well. I think he was going to come back to Australia uh, next oh. year, and yeah, I probably can't see that happening now. You know, nah, so not
0: with everything that's going on.
1: No, no, No. at least we're here, we're pretty lucky here in Perth, I guess, in that respect. You well, know,
0: we are. We're we're at least in with a fighting chance.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. S- things are going pretty well, so uh, let's hopefully keep it that way. Yeah, let, let's let. So uh, getting back to your little uh, incident uh, the other night at this supposed
0: uh, was it Chinese restaurant or yeah, something. Yeah, it was just or? a little, little Chinese place. Um, went into the city yesterday and yeah. kind of had a late lunch. So um, I went in with my son, ordered, and the guy goes, Oh, look, lovely to have you here today. I'm glad you chose to dine with us. Um, and then the inevitable question always comes up, what happened to your legs? Okay. Sometimes I like to stir people and say I got bitten by a crocodile or something, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but truth being truth, uh, I tell them the truth and uh, tell them I have cerebral palsy and I get around on elbow crutches. Uh, that was quickly preceded by the statement, oh, it's so encouraging to see people like you out and about in the community, people like me. Uh, mm. We in the 1950s, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we don't just come out on Sundays for an airing, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I have as much right as you do to go to a trun- Chinese yeah, restaurant, and and I just I don't know, it kind of just put me on the back foot a little bit. I didn't make a big song and dance of it, bec- yeah, because I well, A, I've got my son there, and B, I don't want to be the, that guy that <laughs> stirs trouble, yeah, yeah, but um, at the same time, I was a bit. Oh, I'm just gonna say it. Still it's a, a bit w- annoying. I was pissed off. Yeah, yeah, just a little <laughs> yeah, bit just annoying. Just a little bit annoyed because, w- well intentioned or not, mm. and it, it, he was sincere and and uh, obviously meant well, but the way it kind of came across, it was like, I must only get out once a week. Yeah, you know, to yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe I guess uh, I guess it comes to a, a lack of understanding or maybe just um. Yeah, you mean maybe he was good, in good intention, and just didn't word it right. I mean, who knows? Yeah, who story, knows? Like
0: and and like I said earlier, you know, it's not my job to um, educate the rest of the world. I, I yeah. guess it's just food for thought, pardon the pun, mm. given I was <laughs> going to a, to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I've just been kind of mulling over it. And uh, at the end of the day, people are going to have their, their way of looking at things, I guess. Yeah. And they don't know me from a bar of soap. Well, that's it, you, yeah. You've known me for... Many years and Yeah, exactly well a couple of years now and um you've seen me out in the well in the mosh pit in the mm, mosh pit yeah getting getting amongst it and um that's what life's all about exactly exactly I call life itself a mosh pit <laughs> <laughs>
1: well it can be sometimes you know it's it's it can be crazy at times you know and and other times it can be quite mellow like at a like being at a, I don't know, at a Fleetwood Mac concert or something. Yeah, other exactly. actually be yeah. like
0: at a Metallica concert. So, I mean. Exactly. I guess, uh, what I wanted to pose to people, if they're comfortable, of course, was, uh, have you ever had those kind of awkward interactions w- out and about in the in public? You know, um, something that obviously you're comfortable to talk about. Yeah. If it's too personal, don't, don't, uh, <laughs> don't freak out. I'm just curious to get people's perspective on it and, uh, See if yeah. What well, sadly, I suppose it happens regularly. <laughs> mm. Did that happen before?
1: Uh, like was that at, yeah at the end of the sort of dining experience or was it no? Before? That Where's that, that was again? at the
0: beginning. Like when I went to pay, you know, pay for my order. Oh, okay. So I'd got gone up to the counter and just yeah. standing in line with the with everyone else, mm. and uh, yeah, and and then it started and I went and sat down and yeah, I was I was just quiet, I guess. Yeah. Just kind of <laughs> absorbing.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess th- as long as you don't dwell on it too much, no, I suppose. No, no, you no, know, no, no. It's no, no. one of those I things, I suppose, that um, no. yeah, you just kind of have to leave it be as it is. You oh, know? exactly.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I'm not going to make a big song and <laughs> dance. I just uh, wanted to, well, get people's ideas on it and in perspective.
1: It'd be interesting to see if you went back in there and the guy was still there, whether he'd have a different comment or different sort of, um, you know what I mean? Like,
0: his reaction might be different. Or yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, like my girlfriend, she was like, oh, you should go and talk to the duty manager. No one should speak to you like that. And it's like, well, yeah, but at the end of the day, I don't want to make him feel bad for... He probably didn't intend it that no. way, I'm guessing. Exactly, like, exactly. He's
1: probably trying to be nice, but he just, you know... Some sort of, if you're not used to it, I guess it's hard to kind of convey the right message can, without sort of being too um, derogatory or whatever, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so anyway, so yeah, yeah. That,
0: that was the... That was the about it really Well, the, But, but the most
1: important thing Or no I don't want to say The most important thing But mm. was the food any good Oh Brilliant Oh there you go brilliant. Then that's all that matters there. Yeah that's <laughs> it And I mean
0: I walked out You know Fat like Buddha <laughs> But that's okay <laughs> I can live with that <laughs> So <laughs> oh, that's alright So yeah Look it's cool And yeah People have got their way Of doing things And I just I just let it roll Yeah You know I don't I don't, don't dwell on it too much It's all good Oh cool So yeah Alright but Anyways cool. How about we cut to an ad break? All
1: right, cool. We'll take a short break, and then we'll be back in uh, a few minutes after a couple of tunes.
0: Cool. All righty, we are back. We are back. Inspired Radio. Inspired Radio on the 31st of August, 2020. And we're just uh, at 10 to 4.
1: So just uh, closing in on... uh Oh, close to peak hour traffic at this time of the day, I suppose. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, People are doing the daily commute down (laughs) the the
1: freeway and uh, Tonkin Highway and all that stuff.
0: The daily grind.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a bit of status quo there for you. That's kind of vintage rock. Um, I was just saying to Steve uh, off the air there that they were kind of um doing that kind of stuff before ACDC kind of uh were around. Um, I think they were probably at the time we're talking late sixties, early seventies. They were probably the heaviest thing to go around at that time, you yeah, know. Yeah. Considering what kind of music was playing mm. at that time before Black Sabbath we were sort of hitting their strides and Akadaka uh, and all that stuff, you yeah, know.
0: My parents were into it. I don't know about yours, but mine well, was I mean, that's one of the bands that stuff. I
1: discovered as a kid. It's how it got me into r- rock and roll was cool. bands like Status Quo. A lot of British, because uh, my, my history, my family background is um, UK. So um. I was listening to a lot of British rock when I was a kid. Um, Didn't get into Black Sabbath, weirdly enough, until much later. That was probably a bit heavier for my parents, I think. But um, certainly a lot of the 60s rock and rolls, that kind of thing, was uh, um, where my my musical roots are. And that's one of the bands,
0: Status Quo. Nice. Cool. Got to start somewhere, I guess, eh?
1: Well, exactly, exactly. And, uh, yeah, we've been playing a little bit of blues, but I think we'll step it up a little bit for the show and start getting into some um i guess contemporary stuff you and don't want people like going that. to
0: sleep behind the wheel <laughs>
1: <laughs> um you asked me about uh how the bill and ted movie was
0: yeah bill yeah, and ted cuz you uh, were, you were busting based the
1: music number 3 yep so sadly i did not see it and you want to know why uh, Go on because it's actually not out yet
0: no i know i, I did the same I'm like he's giving us misinformation yeah here. i have
1: yeah because i thought it was going to be out august 29th and i was completely wrong it's not out until september 10th I don't know where I got August 29th oh, good from. Good one. <laughs> uh, oh.
0: Yeah. I was actually It's hard to get good help, people. Uh, I was going to go out
1: and uh, see it t- uh, yesterday, and I was looking through like the online like schedules and all that, and couldn't find it. I went, Where is it? And then I saw the ad for it, and it said September 10th. I went, uh.
0: Come on, man. I
1: must have been getting the Metallica Symphony album mixed up, maybe, because that was out on Friday, you see. It was. So that's what I ended up doing on Sunday, yesterday afternoon, as I sat down and watched the uh, symphony record.
0: Look, I'll... I'll, uh, you know, I'll give you that. At least we're talking about Metallic. <laughs> so what's the verdict on the uh, symphony record?
1: Well, nothing really new because I had seen the show before last year at the cinemas when it was originally released theatrically. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So for those looking to buy the actual DVD and Blu-ray version and all that stuff, yeah, uh, nice. I actually ended up getting the box set, which was the Blu-ray and the CDs with it. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I, There was nothing new in there. No. So if you had gone to see it at the cinemas and didn't like it, you probably won't go, go out and buy the the actual oh. box set or the, the CDs or anything. But if you did enjoy it and you want to relive it again, go ahead and buy it because there's actually – I, I kind of forgot some of it, obviously, because it yeah. had been since – I think it was October when it was released theatrically. Okay. And uh, so some of it I'd forgotten, and I didn't realise – I mean, I had already o- known this, obviously, but their performance with the symphony was – was tight, was really, really tight. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if I was to compare it to this, the original symphony um, shows back in uh, 1999, 20 years ago, or over 20 years ago now. Yeah. Um, in some respect, it was better, and in other ways, it wasn't. I think the sound wasn't quite as clear as the original symphony, wow. and there, I'm sure there are various reasons as to why that was. But yep. uh, performance-wise, it was right up there. I mean, these guys, twenty years later, were still killing it. So, yeah.
0: still slaying the beast. Yeah,
1: and but also it was very different as well, and f- as far as the setlist, and they added some different things in there. They did a tribute to Cliff Burton. Uh, they uh, they had this uh, soloist come on and play double bass. Uh, the anesthesia song. Oh, really? And it was amazing, yeah. Sweet. A different take. And then Lars came in and, and sort of played along with the drums as he did on the original recordings. Yeah. Um, It kind of just took you back to that original, you know.
0: Oh, man, I, I love it. I actually got re- reintroduced to the original uh about two months ago. Um, Yeah, sitting around having a few drinks and actually put it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, good fun, man. Yeah. Uh, real good fun. I was I was rutting my element. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can't go wrong with a lot of classic uh, music in general. I think I think there's a reason why they call it classic music. You know exactly. Um, Definitely. But there's also a lot of good music out there as well, you know, a lot of good new tunes and stuff. So hopefully we we'll get to play a bit of that later on. But yeah, um, yeah my sure. verdict overall was, um, yeah, I definitely recommend getting this uh, the second symphony album with uh, Metallica. Well yeah. worth it. Yeah, well definitely.
0: W- well worth the money.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, s- I think I spent uh, just under seventy bucks for it for the box set and all that. Nice. There's a bit. There's an even bigger box set with like the vinyl and all that stuff, and it was like over three hundred dollars or something. Mm. But you get literally everything in that one. So, wow. Yeah.
0: Short of a si- uh, couple of signatures, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 well, I mean, yeah, obviously, but yeah. So I mean, I had to fill the time because, as I said, I was I was supposed to go see the Bill and Ted movie, but um, i will have to wait a couple of weeks
0: now for okay. that one. Uh, probably yeah, next week.
1: Yeah, 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 next week. So there you go. Awesome. Yeah.
0: How about we go? Uh, I'm gonna take a trip down memory lane and go with some old school uh, Bon Jovi. How about we hit it? All right, that was a pub classic.
1: There you go, classic pub rock, Aussie rock. Yeah, good old yeah. Jimmy Barnes. I mean,
0: go past any any pub on a Saturday night, and you're pretty much guaranteed to have that one going. Yeah,
1: definitely. He's a uh, staple on many um, playlists for um, you know anything that's Aussie related. I guess you know it's always playing somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's just one of those quintessential. Well, Aussie rock songs. Ever <laughs> seen them live? Nah. It wasn't ever really my thing, if I'm really brutally honest with you. Yeah. Um, but, look, I respect I respect what they've done. And, oh. uh, yeah, Jimmy Barnes, well, he's had a pretty huge career.
1: Yeah, he has. And he's also from Scotland as well. Well, that ties so back to <laughs> you. <laughs> my fellow countryman. <laughs> he's, uh, That's right. But he's been in this way for a very, very long time, though. Yeah. So... Uh, even though he does have a bit of an accent, still it's quite, um, it's kind of flattened out a little bit now over the years.
0: You know. Yeah, now we'll, we'll claim him <laughs> <laughs> as we always do. <laughs> sort of it's like, sort of like the pavlova as well. You know, there's so many. Isn't the
1: pavlova Australian?
0: No, I thought it was kiwi. Really?
1: Yeah. That's why they put kiwi fruit on pavlova to make it New Zealand P- possibly. I thought, because, like, I thought as far as that kind of stuff, like, pavlovas and lamingtons are always cons- quintessential Australian food. Mm. So it's surprising to hear that now pavlova is not actually Australian.
0: I didn't think it was. Uh, maybe I've got that one yeah. by the horns. No, I don't could know. could be right. could be right. I do know. But Lamington, don't know.
1: is that at least Australian? That's got to be Australian. That's got to be Aussie. We know is definitely Australian, because no one else will take claim for that anyway. Well, Anzac biscuits,
0: <laughs> <are laughs> <laughs> biscuits are uh, Aussie.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those. Are they like sort of wheat biscuits or something? Or yeah, oats, oats, yeah, and, oats, yeah, and, um, yeah,
0: golden syrup. Yeah. Anyway, We're golden th- syrup. You
1: put syrup on the biscuits? No,
0: in the in the batter. Oh, I was anyway, say. this isn't the cooking hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what
1: you well, What's the weird? Oh, okay. Well, so let me pose this question to you: What is the weirdest food you reckon? It might seem normal to you, but what do you think would be considered the weirdest food that you would eat, like combination wise? Oh. <sighs> Jeez. Like maybe you came up with your own sort of like, you know, specialty or recipe or that you considered it was a bit of a you know, uh your custom made sort of ingredient or well, whatever.
0: I know this sounds really disgusting, but I like putting fries into McDonald's um thick shakes. Really? Yeah. For? <laughs> what for? <laughs> what for?
1: Fries and milkshakes. Yeah, you put man. them in tomato sauce or you put them into aioli sauce or, you know, all the... Sauce, you put it into sauce. You don't put them into shakes. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really weird. I thought my lunch today was pretty weird. Why, what but that's was yours? Come on. All right, so this one, I've apparently... People, my girlfriend in particular has had a go at me for this. She yeah. just can't believe that I eat it. But it's, it was something that... I kind of grew up with, so I just consider it to be just a normal thing. Normal thing. Yeah. Um, but I uh, occasionally will have rice mm. with tin sardines and corned beef. Corned beef, by the way, is cooked as well. Not even just out of the can; it's actually cooked first, and then with rice and tin sardines. Okay, <laughs> 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 you you win.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't sure, but I think even I, because I, I was eating it today for lunch, and I went. You know what? Even I have to admit, this is probably a
0: little strange, but it tastes good, though. That's uh, the main uh, thing. Look, you know? isn't that the main thing? I mean, I've heard of people doing the, you know, salt and vinegar chip sandwiches.
1: Yeah, well, that salt and vinegar and chips is, you know, it's that's a thing. It's that's a not thing. really weird, although it is weird to other countries, other though. Other countries, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, that's, uh, that's really more of a British thing, though, really, isn't it? It is. We kind of took that from them. But um, in th- saying that, I haven't really seen anyone have Chips with uh, vinegar in quite a while actually. No, I haven't noticed it. Nope. So maybe that's not a thing anymore.
0: Maybe not. Maybe yeah. it's fallen out of fashion. Anyway,
1: because I mean, vinegar is considered like tomato sauce for them. Like it's kind of used in the same way. But oh, true. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I used to have. Um. Oh, I didn't mind it, but I. D- I. D- I don't really get into it that much is the chicken... Yeah. You know, fish and chip shops, they have the chicken salt. Oh, chicken
0: salt. Now you're talking. Yeah, no, I'm now, not Now t- we can be friends. It's
1: all right, but I prefer just the regular regular salt. Regular? Yeah. yeah. Chicken salt's a bit... Um, it doesn't even really taste like chicken, to be honest. I don't know why they call it chicken salt, but nah. that's nah, just well. me. Right oh, well, there you go. I haven't had fish and chips in a long time, to be honest, no. so...
0: Might need to sort that out shortly.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I guess fish and chip shops are... They're sort of a, a bit of a hidden gem as far as finding good ones around town. Because that's what people talk about. It's like, oh, you've got to check out this fish and, chop, fish and chip shop, or yeah, you got to yeah. check out this one. Or this burger
0: joint, or this.
1: You know the one that I think is the most overrated, and this Go is not on. really a thing on them, but Go I just on. think there are better ones out there, is the one in Fremale that everyone raves on about. The Cicerellos or something? Or oh, like yeah, Cicerellos, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, to yeah, be honest, yeah. I have yeah, I don't know what the, the whole thing is with no, that. Like
0: I, I think it's a nos- nostalgia thing with people, no?
1: Maybe back in the day it used to be the best, but mm. I've definitely had better. Not to say that it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just uh, there's definitely better ones out there. And yeah. it's, the best ones are always these small little mum-and-pop fish-and-chip places. Yep. They're always the best ones.
0: Hit us up, people. Um, What's your... Go to place. Yeah, what's the best fish and chip shop in Perth? Yeah, Let come on. We'll pose that question yeah. on Facebook. Actually, let's do it.
1: All right, cool. Um, yeah, you want to take a break or you want to play some tunes or what do we want to do?
0: Um,
1: we got a, quite mm. a few. Um, a lot of Aussie stuff and a lot of uh, actually. There's one there we should play. Um, the Crash Test Dummies one because you haven't heard that one in yeah, long time. man.
0: That 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 I don't know about you, but that was played. Everywhere Everywhere well. for a long and time. And the,
1: I think it's the intro, they sort of has the humming noise, that's kind of what I remember the most.
0: Kind of haunting. Anyway, yeah. we'll let you guys be the judge. I Enjoy. Can. We're back. All right, a bit of everything there. Yep. Yeah, cool. Sorry about our little technical difficulties there, people. There was a few bits going on. I think,
1: uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's good to um, hear
0: a bit of everything. I haven't heard
1: them in ages, actually. No. Um, yeah,
0: what was the song? Santa Monica, right? Yeah, that's it.
1: Santa Monica, I know it very well. It's um, it's a uh, a, a very interesting area, n- right near the beach. Santa Monica Pier, as which is what it's most famous for. Um, yeah. So uh, it's a good area. It's a good area.
0: Yeah. Have you Been there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was there uh, a couple. Of, well, I've been there a couple of times now, but I was there uh, a couple of years ago now.
0: So. Oh. Okay. That better. Go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Sorry. People. There we go. Sorry, guys.
1: I think it was a technical issue with the song playing before as well. I think it was kind of jumping all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was just saying that the Santa Monica, which is the song that uh, Everclear just played just now, um, they're clearly talking about the the area, uh, the town of Santa Monica in, in Los Angeles. Um, it's a good driving song because if you, because I've driven around that area, it's really nice. Great drive. Um, and you hear song just that song and another song called. Uh, might be like Santa Monica Boulevard or something for you, Sheryl uh, Crow. And those okay. two songs in particular just have that – you can tell that when they were writing that song, those songs, that they had the Santa Monica's vibe. You know, they were yeah, talking yeah. about the, the, the town and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there are certain towns. You know, Rockingham's got its own vibe as well, you know. I'm sure there are bands out there uh, in the area that, who have written songs about this area. Yep. Because every little area, you know, Rockingham, Mandurah, Fremantle, um, in Perth, and you know all that kind of stuff. It has their own little sort of vibes. It's different to every other little area of Perth, even though it's all part of the same sort of big area. You know, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, south of the river, very different to north of the river. You always grew up south of the river, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I've 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 lived north as well. Oh, yeah. So oh. I, I lived in uh, Belcata for a little while. Oh, okay. I lived on Wanneroo Road in Westminster. Um, yeah. That that was my first introduction, I guess. Living north anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in a bit of a party house. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was good fun. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind it. Look, there seems to be that whole south versus north thing going as well.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: every I, I kind of don't get that.
1: Yeah. I, I it's, it's different, I guess. But every city, I mean, Melbourne's got their own thing like that. Sydney's got the same thing as well. They all yeah. got the little areas where, you know, I I
0: get the city thing I just don't get the whole Suburb Suburb thing
1: People I think the river Sort of divides It naturally just divides people People want to have A competition thing It's a competitive thing People need that Tribalistic sort of idea Of you know Us versus them Kind of thing True. It, it's a very human, it's a human nature thing. It's just, you know, everyone wants to be, uh, you know, fighting against something, whether it's a friendly fire kind of thing or if it's a, you know, serious political sort of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think the South versus North thing is just a, you know, I think the, the natural landscapes of Perth kind of just lend itself to those the natural uh, um you know competitiveness of of Perth. You know you get it with free sports in particular. Fremantle versus Eagles. You know yeah, it's a, it's against the north versus south thing as well. You true. know, although there are a lot of people in the south that support the Eagles, and a lot of people in north that support Fremantle. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a mixed bag, really. I was actually um, when I was a kid when I was following the AFL, I was a Carlton supporter, <clears throat> not even remotely even near WA. So. No. No. Um, but that, at the time, though, well, admittedly, it was before the Eagles were around.
0: Why? Why were you supporting Carlton? Not that that's a bad thing, people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on who you talk to. I <laughs> I'll guess. make that clear. But uh, <laughs> what what brought you to Carlton? It's a family thing.
1: It was oh. before the Eagles were around, so there was okay. no team to support. Um, so you had to just pick a team that you liked, I guess. You yeah. know, at
0: the time, go any, meeny, money, moe.
1: Yeah, I I, did, I do wonder though how many people that transferred over to the Eagles. Mm. How serious they were about the teams they they used to support mm. before they went over to the Eagles, uh, or were they just waiting for the time when they'd have their own local team?
0: Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's it's an interesting dynamic, I guess.
1: Yeah, I always like I always like the blues though because I like the color scheme, the dark blue color. I was <laughs> just you know, were you die <laughs> Were you die hard? I was gonna say I was a diehard fan. I mean, I it's one of those things where I prefer to play the sport than watch it. Although I did watch it a lot, obviously when I was a kid. But I just prefer to you know get out there and actually you know do it. So get amongst it, eh? Yeah, uh, that's I, I goes with a lot of things, I suppose. You know, it's um yeah. I just I can't sit and watch. It's weird how we have this human dynamic of watching other people do things. It, it's in all facets of life. If you think yeah, it's about true. it, true. Yeah. I mean, look at TV. TV, but then you're also just the, you when you go to a gig, you're watching other people do something. True. Going to a sporting event, you're watching other people do something. <laughs> it's almost voyeuristic. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, they know that you're watching. That's different, <laughs> I guess. You know, but true. It just seems it's weird how, if you think about it, there is so much stuff that we do where we just sit in there watching other people do stuff.
0: Yeah. And movies, movies, kind of movies, yeah. movies. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's everywhere. It, it yeah, it's intertwined. I guess without even thinking about it. Be honest, it is.
1: Yeah, I guess it's a, it comes down to either you're doing the thing that everyone watches or you're the one watching. Yeah, it's either one of the two, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I prefer to do the thing rather than watch, to be honest, but it, d- it does depend on what it is, I suppose. You know,
0: exactly. You're not gonna go and throw yourself off a cliff like, like The Rock or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, movie uh, acting, acting and musician and being a musician is not too uh, something that I want to do. But I enjoy watching movies and I enjoy being part of the music industry, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I've in certainly enjoyed some of the, the fruit of that too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Being fun. Yeah, but um, sitting and watching, I don't know, I try to do it sometimes um, for certain things, I guess, With uh, in regards to, um, I mean, I don't watch a lot of TV, but like if I do watch TV, it's easy because my son's watching something on TV. Do you know what I yeah, mean? So yeah. it's sort of like a... Just a trickle back effect of something that's already happening in the house, so to speak. You know, yeah. I'm not sitting there going, "Well, I need to watch this," you know, because this, you know this is what's you know what I want to do, except for you know, the Metallica thing, obviously. So,
0: well, I mean, you're a diehard there, <laughs> absolute diehard. All right, cool. Speaking of uh, all things cool, how about we go some old school Kiss? Enjoy. All right, that was Stone Temple Pilots. What's the name of that song? It was an
1: interesting name. Oh. Chipping on a hole in the paper heart. Yeah. wonder what the meaning behind that is.
0: Don't know. Sadly, we can't ask the man who uh, wrote <laughs> it. Who was it again? Scott Weiland? Scott Weiland. S- okay,
1: all right. Because yeah. I remember last time I said Lane Staley, I think by mistake. <laughs> obviously, Allison changed. <laughs> he got shot right there and then. Well, they're very similar, though. You have to admit, they kind of were similar. Similar bands, similar lifestyle, even similar look, similar voice. That is very true. They, Just the name is different. Yeah. Um, I was having a look at some of the stuff that's happened on this day in history. Um, again, just a sort of lackluster sort of day as far as major events, but um a couple of birthdays we should probably mention. Van Morrison, uh, born in nineteen forty
0: five.
1: and uh Richard Gere, nineteen forty nine. I didn't realise he was that Eey. old.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither did I.
1: Wow, he's really he's getting up there.
0: Yeah. He's actually a Buddhist. Yeah, he's been
1: practicing that for a long time now, I yeah, think. Yeah, um Buddhism, I should say. Yeah. yeah, well, and no, I've been being a Buddhist, um, practicing Buddhism, I guess. Yeah, that'd be yeah. the right term, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. I've seen him in a few movies over the years. The one of the best movies I ever saw him in was a, a movie called Primal Fear. Did you ever see it with Edward Norton? I did.
0: I thought, Pretty Lady, bit, uh, Pretty Woman. Think oh, my *Pardon* was, would, yeah. be, would be your favorite. No, Come no, on. it's not my favorite. I have <laughs> seen
1: her, but no, no, I you you want you probably watch that more for for Julia Roberts than for Richard Gere because she, really she was really she was really the true star of that movie to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Uh, but no, *Primal Fear* was a, a good one. *Primal Fear* was yeah. cool. That that completely blew me away when I saw. I never expected the ending for that movie. I won't give it away for anyone who hasn't seen it, but I suggest going and, che- and checking it out if you haven't. It's... Yeah. Uh, the ending will just go. What I had? You have no idea. It's like that Sixth Sense kind of feeling. Yeah. When you go, I had no idea that was
0: you know going on. No one did, obviously, but this one will throw you for a loop. I actually like a an old original um, Nicole Kidman movie called Dead Calm. Dead Calm. Dead no, Calm. Don't know what's that one about. That was in the same vintage. Um, it was um about a couple that that uh. Went on a yacht, yacht, well, big trip on a yacht. Yeah. I won't give away the plot, but go away and uh, <laughs> that's, okay. it, that's your homework. <laughs> Dead calm. Dead calm. Yeah, I can't say I've ever heard of it.
1: Uh, the only movie that I've seen with Nicole Kidman that had a, a bit of a twist thing was... Um, oh Eyes Wide Shut? No, okay. no, no, not that one. Um, The one where it's like it goes back into like the 18th century and there's like ghosts and stuff involved in it. Hmm. Um, I oh, forget the movie, but the ending for that one is like, huh, sort of like a sixth sense type of
0: twist. Oh, really? Some
1: kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's another good one. That
0: right. one really threw me for a loop. I know we're kind of backtracking here, but um, sixth sense. Sixth sense. Yeah. And it wasn't until it was kind of explained to me, you know. Uh, oh, you didn't. You didn't. Know oh, what was going on not, no, no, not when I first saw it. All oh, t- right. To be fair. Yeah. And then it was explained that well, yeah. I think oh. everyone knows by now, sure sh- Yeah, surely. of course. <laughs> I'm not that thick, people. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, not
1: you. I mean, everyone, everyone out there should already know about that, about that movie because it's one of those things where if you don't watch it within a few years, at some point it's just going to leak out and you're just going to find out the ending to it, you know? True, true. Um, I love, I love those kind of movies, by the way, those ones with twist endings and stuff. What would be your favourite? Um... Tch- Of recent times, there was one called, um, oh, God, the name escapes me now. Um, I'm going to look it up, but uh, it was with Ethan Hawke. Okay. And um, it it sort of involved time travel sort of in a weird way without actually having time travel, but it starts out pretty sort of uh, ordinary, and then it sort of goes on, and then you start to go, something's not right about this movie, and then by the end of it, you're going, Oh, my God. Like, it's unbelievable what ha- happens in there. And I'm trying to find the, the name of the, the movie. I think it starts with, like, an I or something like that. Okay. It's, it's fairly uh, new. It only came out, uh, I think, a couple of years ago. Okay. And I'm um, just about to pull it up right now. Um, Predestination. That's the name of the movie.
0: Predestination? Yes. W- uh, worth a watch? Yeah, oh yeah in definitely. Your
1: yeah, I, I don't I didn't know what to expect when I first watched it. and I didn't think it was a twist movie. I just thought it was a bity it was a bit of a like someone I think I heard a reference to like time travel and anything time travel. I'm always gonna watch it and stuff. Yeah, like
0: looper and yeah, st- stuff this, like that. Yeah, but it, it's it's the concept
1: of time travel is in there, but it's not really time travel. Um okay. I, I can't say too much without giving it away because sure. the ending, not the ending because you kind of find out the bit of a twist sort of maybe two-thirds the way through the movie. Okay. Uh, but it's still interesting all the way through, though. But, well. man, that's a that's a mind-blower when you find out what's going on. Wow. Okay. Really. Wow. Yeah. So, that's uh, – A recent time, that's probably one of my favourites as far as, like, twist well, plots. I'm to go home tonight and check that one check out. Check that one out, definitely. I think so. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, what are some of your favourite plot twist movies, people? Um, We'd love to know because um, I'd love to add some to my list. I'm always up for a good movie, so um, if anyone's got any good suggestions or action even, um, yeah, we'd love to know. Pop it on our Facebook. Um,
1: just on this sort of sci-fi um, subject, mm. um, I think we touched on the whole um, space and aliens and all that kind of stuff. I think we touched on UFOs before. Yeah. some I'm, I'm sure a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'm reading this now. Apparently, um, al- tiny aliens may already be among us. <laughs> Okay, there's more to the story, so I should elaborate <laughs> a bit more. Microscopic aliens drift from planet to planet and could already be here on Earth, which, which makes sense because okay. they can just travel on like meteors and comets and stuff like that. Yeah. So according to scientists, uh, the teeny extraterrestrials overcome journeys across the harsh environment or space by grouping in colonies thinner than a sheet of paper. So yeah, I'm sure you've heard of a uh, little bacterial animal uh, thing called uh, a TARDIS. I think it's called TARDIS. It's oh,
0: th- it's I thought you were talking about, like, Doctor Who. <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 no. No, this is an actual thing. Uh, it's uh, here on, on Earth. Okay. It's, a little, it's so tiny, it's microscopic, you can't see it. Yeah. Uh, unless you, like, use a actual, you know, microscope or whatever. Yeah. And it's called a TARDIS. It looks like a, a pig. A flo- it looks like a floating pig. It's really, really weird, yeah. But this this thing can, uh, can live in space. It doesn't really? require the same things that we do. Wow. Uh and they've tested it out and they put it they put it out into space and it's survived it and everything. So huh. yeah. Um so it's not out of the question to think that other bacteria from other planets or whatever would eventually make its way mm. to our planet. Because we have sent probes and all that kind of stuff out to other planets. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure there's some bacteria hanging on for dear life and those things and then all of a different planet, you know? So there's gotta be. What what's your opinion on that? Um you think we're alone or do you think there's other stuff out there
0: or Oh look I think, you know? I don't go for the whole conspiracy theory thing, but uh, <laughs> no, no. But I uh, and I'm certainly not a nut by any <laughs> by any stretch. But I, d- I definitely believe there's something intelligent out there. Yeah. What that may or may not be, and that's not me fence sitting. Yeah. By the way, um, I'm unsure. I mean, because it really hasn't presented itself. No, to that's to it. to this point.
1: It's a difficult one because uh, I think the idea is that there's probably life out there. It's just not the Intelligent complex life that we th- are hoping it would be, it'd be just more like microbes <laughs> and bacteria and things like that, you know, which is not obviously very exciting, but it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, you know? Exactly,
0: exactly, you know. There's
1: um, I think that's it as far as like I was just looking at other strange news as well that comes up on my feed. I think I mentioned on Friday about the um, the guy with the long hair, yeah, yeah. You said he was 90 or something, yeah, he's, he's 92 years old, he lives in Vietnam. Yeah. And uh, so I got. I was trying to find out how long his actual hair is. It's five metres long, apparently. And he hasn't had a haircut in 80 years. So it's not since he was 12.
0: that take some serious panting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't take care of it. I think he just kind of... Because it's a dreadlock, so, you True. know. Um, if you know anything about dreadlocks and all that stuff, the best way to do it is to not actually... Um, Wash it or touch it? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Just mm. let it sort of. Um, I actually have done that before um, in the past, so long time ago. Yeah, not well, not full dreadlocks, but I had a few that I just sort of let go and just to see what would happen. And yeah, they just naturally turns into a dreadlock if you don't, you know, comb it or anything. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Each to their own. <laughs> Each to their own. Well, you got a nice buzz cut going on. I you must have. Keep it nice and I've trim.
0: Got, I've got the nice marine cut going on now. People, have you ever had the mullet? Uh, yeah, back in the day, I'm. Not afraid so you used to have long hair. Or um, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll I'll bring in a photo. Okay. At some point, um, yeah, I got on the front cover of the West Australian. Oh, really? Back in the day, yeah. Front cover. Yeah, what did you?
1: What car. happened there?
0: Um. Well, it was back when Mick Malthouse was actually uh coaching, uh, the, coaching Eagles. the Eagles. Coaching the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I got a call, or should I say, my parents got a call out of the blue to say. Uh, we're actually looking to do a fundraising drive-slash-auction, and the first prize is uh, Mick Malthouse to be your chauffeur for a Rolls-Royce wow. <laughs> for the night. And we'd like Steve to come down to Subiaco. So you won the, the, the,
1: the competition? Or well, it wasn't won, even
0: it. a competition, It was, and we were promoting it. Oh, okay. Um, so
1: get what was this through the like a company you were working for? Uh,
0: no, it was through uh, this uh, cerebral palsy association. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which I was a client of at the time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they were promoting this uh, auction, and uh, yeah, the first prize was Mick Malthouse to drive you around in Perth in a brand new Rolls Royce at that time. Wow. So I'm talking 1990, uh, yeah, probably 91, maybe, yeah. Um, I've still got it at home tucked away, and I've got a lovely rocking mullet going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful sight. <laughs>
1: so where did he end up um, taking you then, around Perth?
0: Oh, look, no, it was just literally a photo shoot um, oh, okay. to promote said dinner slash auction. So who ended up getting the chauffeur thing um, then? I have no idea. Someone else got that. Someone else yeah. got that, and that would have paid a small... King's Ransom at the time, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we were actually taken into the change rooms. It was myself and another... This is at Subiaco? Young, young la- yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, another young lady. Um, and uh, at the time, Peter Sumich was the be-all, end-all, mm-hmm. if you yes. remember correctly.
1: Uh, what's that place that he used to advertise for? Yeah. Um, Fast Eddie's, yeah, used to advertise yep. that for. I mean, every time and I think of Fast Eddie's, I always think of Peter Sumich from the Eagles. Yeah, and so
0: out. we w- uh, we went in all starry eyed, and there's uh, Woosho just come out of the the change rooms, and uh, Peter Sumich not far behind. So I got got signatures and things like that. Cool, but yeah, that was my my little. Uh, Mullet story, I guess you could <laughs> call it.
1: <laughs> yeah, mullet got you, to, got you around, got it you did. places. Yeah. It got me places. You'll have to regrow it now. Yeah, that's
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You reckon no. it'll ever come back in fashion again? Oh, uh, look,
0: you know. Because everything
1: thing. does come back in cycles. Like everything, you know, like you know, the, the hairstyles and the, the fashion of the 70s, that kind of had a retro thing and it came back and, the, you know. The 90s – well, the 90s hasn't really come back yet, but no. I'd imagine the 80s will come back at some point where it's going to just be rocking mullets and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: I never yeah. had
1: a mullet, though. I, I, I'm i glad to say that even though I have had long hair on and off for a number of years, I never went down the mullet route, so
0: – thank God for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, Even back then when it was popular, I never – I didn't th- I just didn't think it was a good look even mm, then, yeah. you know? Like maybe I was ahead of my time or something, I don't know. I but don't know.
0: you're a trendsetter. setter. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you know, I haven't had a uh, you know, proper stylist or anything like that for, you know, many years, you know. So Yeah. yeah. Now you're
0: just going to DIY. I didn't even <laughs>
1: do that anymore. I haven't had a haircut in ye- in quite a while actually. Wow. Stop going because um well I just couldn't be bothered with it anymore, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyways,
0: so, and that's enough about our hairstyles <laughs> <laughs> or, or lack of hair in my case. Lack of
1: well, you still got a full head of hair, it's just a it's just a buzz cut, you yeah, know. It's so very short. having that is better than having no hair at all, I guess. Well you that know? is true. So, yeah. That is true. Um it, and you're not afraid of getting grey, because I know people freak no, out about that. No, nah. Look,
0: it's all part of part exactly. of the journey, really. Exactly. Not um, some
1: people diet and stuff and you know things like that. You can't stop it. You can't stop it, but you can hide it, which some people try to do. I know people that are like in the sixties and seventies that are still dyeing the hair, and it's at that point it looks pretty obvious. Yeah. But I, I, ha-
0: I had a family member that shall remain nameless <laughs> that does that. <laughs> that that did that, and it was very noticeable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you could see. It and just looks better if you just, just let it go. Just great let actually, it go. Yeah. I it, mean, it
1: actually does look like. Believe it or not, people, it actually does look better. Especially on guys as well. Like it looks better on guys. Uh I guess it's different for women. The women still can do the grey hair, but it's just not as common. Yeah. They tend to like, you know, diet and stuff like that, which is fine, but just let it go grey. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, you know?
0: Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, on that note, how about we play some more tunes? All right. How about some blur people? British pop. British pop. Let's do it. All right. Very, very cool.
1: Bit of Eric Clapton there. Yeah, cream. cream. His original band, I guess. It Was, his yeah. was it the first thing yeah. he ever did? or
0: As far as I know, I'll have to ask the parentals. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's going into, I guess, 60s, yeah? Yeah. Or so 70s, yeah, 70s. 70s, yeah, 70s yeah. I'd say. I remember seeing his acoustic set on the uh, the MTV Unplugged series. Oh, oh awesome. It was a great set. I loved that. It was the acoustic stuff is always a different kind of show. And sometimes it can be a, a hit and miss kind of thing as well. But there's been a few, like we played earlier before that was uh Nirvana's Lake of Fire, which stu- yeah. I believe is a cover song of, uh, do you know the original of that oh one? Oh gosh. Someone else wrote that one, I believe, but, um, yeah. there's a handful like the, well, I
0: know that uh, Nirvana did, uh, the man who sold the world and that was a Bowie cover. That
1: was a David Bowie song. Yeah. yeah. And, um, he did a meat puppet song on that show as well. Yep. Um, was there. Well, he actually
0: had the meat puppets come out and play with him.
1: He did, yeah, exactly. I remember that. There's been a few of the really good acoustic shows, like Stone Temple Pilots did a great one, Alice and Chains. well yep. uh, The Eric Clapton one. Um, There's been some amazing ones over the years. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. Yeah, very different show. Yeah. So, um, Paul was uh awesome enough to hand me this bit of information about the TARDIS thing that I mentioned before. It's not actually TARDIS, it's pronounced TARDIGRADES. Maybe I'm ah. stuffing that up as well, but... So a bit more information here, colloquially known as water bears or moss piglets because Mm. of the way they look, Mm. uh, they're basically a water-dwelling, eight-legged, segmented micro animal, first described um, as, uh, who called them, little water bears, and uh, they were discovered a long, long time ago, a couple hundred years ago, actually, funny enough, and they're about 0.5 millimetres long when fully grown. Um, and they're very hard to see with the naked eye, but you need, a, an obviously, a microscope to, to see them. Yep. Um, but they um, they survive in all kinds of extreme conditions around Earth and also off the planet as well. Oh, really? When they get shot out there, of course, thanks yeah, to yeah. us. Um, yep. Because they don't naturally go out to space. No. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: that's, that's don't, don't just put on their helmets <laughs> and take
1: off. Or <laughs> well, maybe they have their own... They got their own complex civilization going, and they've already set rockers out there and everything. You <laughs> that's <know>. right, <laughs> that's right. But yeah, uh, yeah, there you go, little factoid right there. So, very cool. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. So, what's uh, what are you doing for the rest of the week then? Because we're not going to be back on until uh, Friday. So, in between that time, what are you uh, what are you up to?
0: Well, um, tonight is well my last show just just for. One show, Andrew will be running it solo. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, you've got yeah. something else going on Friday. So I'm going to be having uh-huh. a guest presenter or co-host with me on Friday.
0: Yeah, just so. for, for Friday. Um, the other person shouldn't get too comfortable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's not here to steal your job. That's or right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> don't know. Um, we haven't figured out who it is, but um, we're shooting some ideas, you know. So because yeah. uh, I, I really on the last show that we did last Friday, Chris Martin was our guest. It was our, actually our first guest on the yeah, show. I
0: really enjoyed that. that. That was probably you were saying after the show. That was probably the best show that we had done. I think so because we kind of all bounced off each other mm. ideas. Yeah. And Chris, as you uh, know, and for anyone that tuned in, uh, was a wealth of knowledge when it yeah. came to music, and he he just. Um, got r- really involved in it, and mm. he told me about guitarists that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, yeah. So no,
1: he had uh, a good wealth of knowledge of um, yep. sort of the same kind of music that we like as well. You know. Yeah, so it was
0: a real pleasure to have him on. So Chris, if you're listening, so uh, sh- and uh,
1: also a uh, little, little plug as well. Spectrum Vision, a uh, Spectrum Fusion, I should say, is um uh the company he was uh, promoting as well that does a lot of uh, I think it's neuroscience and uh, I think we were talking we are discussing a bit of like uh, uh, autism and uh, things like that as well so if yeah, you want to know of, more out of
0: Texas wasn't
1: it Yeah I believe so I mean yeah. it was kind of all over the map but I, th- I believe the person he was referring to I forget her name now um she had been all over the place uh, yeah. around the world so as in living as well Yeah yeah so um, amazing Yeah no it was a very interesting conversation and no I loved it. I really enjoyed it so
0: Yep Ups. Cool.
1: So yeah, uh, during the week, what are you what are you doing? Uh, well, I'm hitting the gym tomorrow. Oh yeah, still getting up the sixty. Was it sixty five kilos last I checked? Uh, s-
0: yeah, sixty five. All right. Uh, so you're
1: gonna push above that to seventy? Yeah, or of course, of course.
0: <laughs> that's what the that's what the goal is. And uh, my trainer actually said she'll take me out for a pint when I hit the hundred. So oh wow.
1: Wow. Well, so 100's pretty, that's pretty extreme though that's, that's Yeah, but it's
0: all under, under good supervision and yeah. everything It's not just, you know, me throwing You don't go w- from 65 through. to
1: 100, obviously you do it bit by bit you Oh, know, uh, so you, <laughs> you have to, you have to <laughs> You do have to Otherwise you break your back Oh, and everything else <laughs> Oh, that's true, If you're yeah. not careful Yeah
0: But, uh, yeah, and then um, not much else Go um, Back to work And no. then um, Friday I'm actually heading down south For my friend's 40th.
1: Oh, there you go. Another one uh, hitting the 40
0: club. Yeah, hitting the 40 club. So it'll be a um, Cowboys and Indians party.
1: (laughs) Oh, really? Yep. Like a kids' party, really, almost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, kids' parties were cowboys. And well, indies. that
0: is true, yep, yep. I don't cops know.
1: and robbers and, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't know about you, but back in the day, um, myself and my brother had cap guns.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. I played them with them as well. You couldn't get away with that stuff now, though. No way. No way. No it's no a, way. it's crazy what we lived through as a kid. Like, the things that we got away with that you just couldn't possibly even do now, you know? it's. Well,
0: my brother had a cops and robbers um, set. I yeah. Um, You used to be able to buy them in the toy right, stores. The, so the Cap
1: Guns, were, if I remember correctly, they were like the little, the round things. Yep. Yeah, yep. The, 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 I think the ones I had were red or something. Yeah, I they think. were red, yeah, and, yeah. You,
0: and you could actually smell the gunpowder. Yeah, powder. that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, they were almost like the real, well, not close to the real thing, but I mean. No. It
0: but, was, well, were it were was pretty really realistic. Were learned they really dangerous, though? They were, because were they? Pe- people learned to, like, stockpile them. I suppose. And then, and then bang them with hammers. Oh, wow. See, I never did Apparently, uh, Allegedly. Allegedly, Allegedly. Yeah. Al- allegedly. I, I never did, did such There's a thing. There's always probably
1: just someone that just kind of ruined it for everyone else, and went, nah, that's it, nah, no that's more. that's it, no more. You can't have any more nice things now. No, that's no. right. It no. always takes one bad apple to ruin it for everyone.
0: No more cap guns. And, that's yeah, so my, my brother had a, a uh, cops and robbers set, and he actually handcuffed me to the uh, letterbox. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, he got in big trouble. So, Chris, if you're listening, I haven't forgotten. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, um, yeah. So, outside of that, you're all right for the week then? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, that's i um, pretty boring this week <laughs> pretty boring how about yourself
1: uh, well I'm doing my usual Tuesday night at the Bl- Perth Blues Club at the Charles Hotel I'll be uh, doing the lighting there or helping out with the lighting I should say yep um, uh, big shout out to uh Paul who does the lighting there at the Charles Hotel every Perth uh, every Tuesday yep um, yeah last week I went to go um, I was at the show obviously helping out with the lights and uh, this guy and then Maddie T wall was there and man if you like that Joe Biden master that we played earlier yeah, yeah Manatee Wall local here in Perth And man he is such a great blues guitar player yeah? It's amazing I was like blown away I ended up having a chat with him backstage after the show And cool. just like said that was one of the best shows I've ever seen Like it was nice. just fantastic Yeah, uh, We had a good crowd there and everything it was It was a good night
0: Fairly packed out
1: yeah, I mean c- they're still at the the capacity limits and all sure, that stuff. But sure. um for those limits it was um yeah a good a good attendance. I have noticed it to be honest. Um the attendance levels for a lot of the shows lately have kind of gone up oh, compared that's a good to thing. it is a good thing because it, I think people have realized, well, they're not gonna go see a, a show for a while that's of the big sort of stadium magnitude that they're normally used to. Sure. So uh, the only chance they can get live music now is through the locals. And I think people are discovering as like, man, there's so many great talented bands out there, and I'm not even have to fork out hundreds of dollars to go see them, you know. Exactly. So you get a good night out, and uh, you save a bit of money at the same time. That's it. Uh, yeah. So Perth Blues Club is where I'm going to be at on Tuesday night, uh, and it's going to be some different stuff. there, more sort of soulful blues type stuff. Um, there's a um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Mira, Mira Parky. Um, she's uh. Um, opening the night at 7.30, and then um, closing the night out is Natalie Gillespie, who's a a soul singer, and she's going to be... She's toured with... uh, Do you remember Yothu Yindi? I do. Yeah. I do. They were big in the 90s.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. And they were actually on... um the the movie buffs out there, they actually made well a small appearance on Encino Man. Do you remember Encino Man? Really? Yeah, I remember yeah. Encino Man. Yeah, from Brendan Fraser. Brendan and Fraser um, and uh Paulie Shaw. Paulie Shaw. Polly yeah, Shaw. Man.
1: <laughs> Polly Shaw. What happened to him? I don't know. He's kind of gone off the face of
0: the earth. Kind of <laughs> fell off the radar a bit though. Yeah. Right. So you are the indie were in that movie. Well, uh, as in on TV, playing that that very video clip, that treaty.
1: Oh okay. Oh, the song. You mean the song was yes, on the in the movie? Sorry, yes, oh, sorry, I thought you mean yes. the band was in the movie. Oh, like, no, oh. no 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's sorry. still cool to have the song that's on there cool, though. though. Wow.
0: Because that was a big movie ba- back in the day. I don't know. Yeah, it was fairly big. It, 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 Brendan Fraser wasn't
1: really super known, although Paulie Shaw was obviously at the time. Pa- Paulie was yeah. yeah. And that's so Brendan and Fraser. That's another one that disappeared off the face of the earth. I
0: know. He Kind of did the mummy thing and then and got r- r- and then, wrapped um, up.
1: <laughs> he did that and um. It was actually a movie, uh, and the name escapes me now, I'm trying to think. Uh, it was it was a remake of an old Dudley Moore movie, and Liz Hurley was in it. Oh, really? I um, don't know if you've seen it before. Liz Hurley played, I guess, the devil, or the, or the devil's advocate. Oh, I remember.
0: It. I just can't think of Bedazzle. the title. Bedazzle. Bedazzle. That's, that's the one. Uh, that was, I think,
1: the last movie, one of the last movies I saw Brendan Fraser in outside of the, the Mummy series. Oh, really? And uh, I actually liked that movie. I thought it was pretty funny because um, Brendan Fraser, like what Eddie Murphy has done in some of his 90 Professor movies and all that kind of stuff, he played many characters in that movie. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, I, I just reckon he nailed it. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, But just sadly, he, he hasn't been in anything really since. So maybe no. he's just more producing or directing. I seem
0: to remember seeing something on YouTube about why he's kind of... Oh, I
1: saw those videos where they're like, oh, what happened to this actor? Because that's no, no, stuff no, that, no, that, that no. they never no, no. tell no, you the true was, story. No, this was, this
0: was, you know, well, <laughs> supposedly legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't know. I take it with a pinch of salt. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know what to believe.
1: Yeah, I know it's, it's hard. It's, it's become much harder now to, to wade through all the truth and the lies on the internet. Now it's um,
0: true. What uh, are some of your favourite long lost actors that you haven't seen for a while people? I'd be interested to find out. Pop it on our Facebook. Love to know.
1: Yeah. um, I'm just trying to think if there's any other ones that we can think of that were...
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, Anything that comes to your mind at all? Mm. I mean, Brendan Fraser was one that he was pretty prolific in those sort of late 90s, early 2000s. Um, Well, I mean... Johnny
0: Depp's kind of
1: fallen off. Oh them. yeah, but I mean, he's still got a bit big of a bit of a name to himself. Well, yeah, I like I some of his early movies, like um Edward Edward Scissorhands was a good one. That was
0: cool. I like that. That was very cool.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of the actors that I used to follow, they're no longer around, sadly. Like the Chris Farleys and the. John, remember John Candy? He was no, sort of like a, a. He was
0: great, man.
1: He he, was, he did a lot of the John Hughes movies of the the eighties yeah, and stuff, yeah. and um. I think I literally have seen every movie he did. Well, Home Alone was a John Hughes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Thing? Yeah. By the way, I was just looking on Twitter the other day, and because uh, apparently it was Macaulay Culkin's birthday, his fortieth birthday. Forty. I know. Yeah. I
0: got reminded of my girlfriend. But you know what his S- Twitter
1: actually said though? He yeah. tweeted out. He goes, "Hey, um, guess what? I'm forty years old today. Feel old yet? Yeah. That feel old? Yeah, tweet, yeah. That's <laughs>
0: exactly what I got from my girlfriend, <laughs> and she's like, "Feel old yet? And I'm like, "Thanks, man.
1: He's like, our age. I guess he w- yeah, so he was, like, only one or two years younger when he did the Home
0: Alone yeah. movies. Yeah, and he made an absolute fortune out of it. Yeah, know. obviously. But <sighs> there,
1: I remember when that was happening, though, there was a huge legal battle with him and his parents over that, that well, money and I stuff. D- I
0: don't know if this is any any truth to it, but I heard that he, uh well, wanted to divorce them, <laughs> basically.
1: Yeah, what do they call it? Um, there's a word for that. Like,
0: paternal separation or something. Ah... Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's anything. a name
1: for that where you can uh, there's some there's a, there's been some child actors that have done that in the past quite successfully, I I yeah. might add as well. So um yeah, there's a name for that and that's gonna drive me nuts until I think of that name. Uh we can look at Emancipation. I think it might be emancipation or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I
0: don't know. But pretty wild. I mean he had a pretty crazy childhood. It did,
1: but he sort of came out like he had some crazy moments, but he he ended up coming out fairly normal on the other end. Um, yeah. Which is good to see because it's not always the case with a lot of child no, actors, exactly. unfortunately. Exactly. Um,
0: it all goes to their head, and, and that's it.
1: I mean, the stories with uh, like you know, the uh, the Corey guys, Corey, Corey Feldman Haim. and Corey Haim, yeah. Um, that was a pretty sad case with what, what happened with them, you know. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, exactly. but there, there were there were another duo that I saw a lot of movies with. I think uh, was it both of them or just Corey Haim that was in the Goonies? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Corey Haim. I know Corey Hayden was definitely in there, but I can't remember if Feldman was in there as well. I don't know. Remind us people. Yeah. Let us know what's going on with that movie because um, that's a classic movie that you can just keep coming back to all the time as definitely. well. You know? I love that. Yeah. I, I love that movie.
0: It's just an
1: all-time classic. It is, yeah. I've seen it numerous times. But, um, yeah, well, there you go.
0: All right. How about we play some Metallica? Enjoy, people.
1: There we go. Oh, hello. That song has Sorry. stopped abruptly there it Stopped for some reason. abruptly. Yeah. Sorry about that, people. It just, I don't know what happened to the rest of that song, but like, there is an actual ending to that song, believe it or not. Um, there you go. That was the Silent Deeds uh, with a song called Come Alive, which is their latest single. Um, and they're about to drop a video for it this week, actually. So okay. keep an eye out for that on the social medias. And, um, yeah, just uh, just on my side job, I um manage bands as well, and uh they're the band that we just literally announced today that we're now working with them on a management um basis, so very oh, excited, cool. yeah, oh,
0: well, congratulations.'s
1: been <laughs> a couple of years in work, we've been kind of in negotiations for a while, but uh sure. I, I believe we've come to a a uh, Good c- uh, compromise and uh, understanding and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what we can do with them over the next couple of years Yeah, so. they're sounding pretty groovy,
0: sort of yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers-ish Peppers, Foo
1: Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age, a little bit of Beatles sort of influences in there as well So yep. um, yeah, a bit of a, I guess, alternative indie rock type thing, you know So, yeah. um, They've
0: got their own groove thing going on Yeah
1: and, uh, yeah, they're going to be playing gigs regularly, uh, in Perth over the next couple of months and across WA as well, actually. Nice. So, um, yeah. So, um, we were just talking on off the air uh, just a minute ago about, um, the drive-in theaters uh, in Perth because Metallica just did a, um, uh, a show that was, uh, at a drive-in theater across North America just on, I think it was Friday or Saturday, I, I believe. Yeah. And they uh, we were just mentioning some drive-in theaters here in Perth and, uh, I believe Galaxy is the only one left,
0: right? In Kingsley. As far as I know. Yeah. Unless, uh, unless there's something that I'm missing, but as far as I understood, it was yeah, Galaxy. That's the only one left. Kingsley. Yeah. And I'm, I
1: m- I'm wondering if that's the one that I went to as a kid. I don't, don't I don't remember how many we were, you know, back in the '80s, you know, but. No. Um, yeah, I mean, you saw. You I, I don't remember any of the movies I saw there. I was really young, but you mentioned uh, <laughs> a certain gorilla. Oh or yeah. whatever there was. Harry like and the Hendersons. Harry thing. and the Hendersons. There you go. Come on, people. <laughs> is <laughs> is
0: John you John it was a
1: classic. Was John Lithgow in that? Yes. It was. was. It was. I remember it the one now. It was. Yeah, yeah, look. You know, can't be an non-classic. What is there one that was similar to that with John Candy? Mm, not that I know of. I thought John Candy was in a movie that happened. I a remember a Uncle Buck. Bigfoot. <laughs> Uncle Buck? Yeah. I mean, there wasn't any Bigfoot in that, though. No, there Bigfoot in that one. Yeah. Um... Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, I remember that oh, one. and
0: Flight of the Navigator. You saw that one at drive-in as well? Oh, they were back-to-back.
1: Back. Oh, double-double uh, screening. It was a big evening. All oh, right, <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah, so what were some of your favourite movies uh, as a kid, people? Um, yeah, be interested to know what's... Uh, I might have missed some.
1: Yeah, um, I don't remember any of the ones that I saw at the drive-in. I think the first movie I saw at the cinemas... If I'm not mistaken, it may have been Kindergarten Cop, actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It wow. was a few years after um, the driving theatre, and I didn't go with my parents either. I went with um, a couple of friends. Did you? Yeah, so yeah. I think his parents... And threw popcorn in the back of the car. <laughs> well, yeah, that too as well. But I think it was a fr- through... A friend of mine and his parents brought us out, and I just came along, and uh, it was at the uh, the one in the loo, actually. Okay. Which at the time, it was Greater Union. Now, it's like event cinemas or something, I think. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, yeah, Kindergarten Cop was the one that I saw at the cinemas first. Wow. Yeah. I
0: can't remember what the first one I would have seen, but anyway.
1: Yeah, that's a, it's, it's hard to remember sometimes, because sometimes you kind of mix it up and go, well, did I see this at home? Did I see this at the movies? Yeah. Did I see this at, you know, another place? Or, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um exactly. Yeah, what was the last movie you watched then? Did you see anything recently or No, I have
0: I have not been pre and uh probably The Joker. All the way back. When was that released? That was last year. Oh really? Like October. I think oh, wow. October, November. Yeah. So it was the what oh, Are you talking about just at the cinemas or movies yeah, in general? Sorry, sorry. Oh, just in general? Uh mm. oh, gosh. Uh n- was that war movie nineteen oh,
1: nineteen eighteen or something nineteen eighteen? Yeah was that Yeah it?
0: that was really good for anyone who's into their cinematogra- cinema cinematography. Say <laughs> <laughs> so that fa- yeah say so that fast three <laughs> times. Uh it's a really a- excellent, albeit sad movie. Obviously, but it's uh, all about the war
1: and stuff mm, like that. Yeah, are, it you a was. Bit of a, are you a war buff, a war, um, war historian? Or? Uh,
0: I, l- I follow the history. I yeah. li- like to, um, yeah, keep myself in tune with that. Yeah, um, particularly given that my grandparents, yeah, were in Holland during the uh, Nazi occupation. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, there was a bit of family history there, so I like to sort of keep myself abreast of yeah. what happened during that time. But that's yeah, that was an excellent movie.
1: Okay. Um I haven't seen many I, I'm not a big war person to be honest, like as far as like movies and stuff like that. No. So um I can't think of any that I can think of that's stand out in my mind as far as that kind of thing. What I was the last one you saw? W- oh, last movie that I saw. Um Almost
0: Heroes. Almost Heroes, okay. Do you
1: know what it is? Nah. Okay, Chris Farley. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been on a bit of a Chris Farley binge lately, ever since the Tommy Boy movie a few weeks back. Oh, yeah. So yep. I've been just kind of going back and watching all of his other ones. So I watched Black Sheep, which is why I got confused with that <laughs> New Zealand movie. Yep. Um, and then um, Beverly Hills Ninja... Nice. If you remember that one. They and do. um Yeah, Almost Heroes, I Believe, which was with uh, Matthew Perry from Friends. Yep. I uh, believe that was the last movie he did, I think, before he passed away. Oh, he passed. Yeah. Oh. I think he actually – oh, no, I'm thinking of John Candy because John Candy did a movie, and in the middle of the movie he passed away, but they still were able to, to finish it, and then they released it, um, yeah, it post-Gymus. I, I, I think it was Canadian Bacon. I think that was the movie that John Candy That's right, away. it was.
0: Yeah, yeah he, he passed ha- yeah. halfway through, but anyway yeah. – I think Chris Barty
1: wasn't too far behind with the Almost Heroes. I think he um, uh. he, made, he made like a last appearance at Saturday Night Live, which is where he originally came from. Yes, and then um, yeah, he was he was gone after that. Uh. So yeah, um, uh. bit of a shame because he was really uh, a, a talent. Like he was just, cr- I mean, he was crazy. He was absolutely crazy, but he was just uh, full of life, you know, and just would do anything to make the entertainment factor just, you know... Extra. Hit, hit the mark, yeah. Extra, extra. I love actors like that. Jim is a good one like that. He sort of goes the extra mile, you know?
0: Yeah. What would be your favourite Jim Carrey movie?
1: My favourite Jim Carrey movie? Oh, I still go back to Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I still go back to that
0: one. I, uh, like, I like the Ace Ventura stuff. Yeah, I
1: saw the H Ventura before... Um, uh, Dumb and Dumber came out, uh, I think it was like the same year, I think, 94, then they both came out in the same year. Yeah, I think he had three, because the mask was also around oh, at that time. Uh, Dumb and Dumber was 95. Was it 95? So Ace Ventura and the mask was 94 then, mm. yeah. Because um, yeah, I was in hospital,
0: long story, but yeah, so I was in uh, hospital, okay. so my brother went and saw it and <laughs> Unfortunately, my parents had to go along, and they were disgusted. And <laughs> <laughs> my my brother thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. The toilet scene, I just I'll never forget it. No, in the Dumb and Dumber
1: with um, what's his name, uh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. He
0: just he, he's not
1: a comedic actor, by the way. He's a very serious actor. He doesn't do comedies generally, and so I don't know how he even got roped into that role, to be honest. But um, <laughs> it, it worked. It was just a com- perfect comedy duo, really, between him and Carrie. And yep. Jeff Daniels in that toilet scene I was just yeah it's just stuck <laughs> in my mind unbelievable hey. um you know what I did watch recently actually with Jim Carrey was, um I believe a a bit of an underrated movie the cable guy yes that kind of got slammed when it first I, came out
0: I really liked actually the soundtrack to that as well that oh, had what was on the soundtrack uh Cypress Hill uh, really yeah Okay.
1: Oh I know I remember hearing the Rob Zombie song in yeah. uh in the movie yeah, and so I'm guessing think he's on the soundtrack as well.
0: I could have it wrong but I think 9 inch nails made it. Oh that would make sense. In he's in really a lot of
1: soundtracks though, Trent ah, well So he's, yeah, his soundtrack peeps. is kind of his his kind of thing really. Sort,
0: sort of like the Crow series as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah that kind of that whole genre. Yeah there was lots going on during that period. I like a lot of his like cause obviously he's
1: great at the comedic stuff Jim Carrey I'm talking about. Um with all the 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 comedy movies that he's done like Dumb and Dumber and, and all that stuff, but I think the ones he, that really stand out the most for me are the ones that are sort of left to field. Yeah. I mean like the um Truman Show was a, a great I love movie. that movie.
0: That was for me, that was highly underrated. Yeah. I
1: don't think it was underrated. I think it was because it didn't win a Golden Globe or something like that. Yeah, so it so did get appreciated for what it was worth. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, what it is not is overrated. It's definitely not overrated. No. Um, but that yeah, that's a great movie. And also, um, if you ever seen Man on the Moon, his take on Andy Kaufman. That's right a true story on Andy Kaufman's uh, life. If, for those who don't know who Andy Kaufman is, he was uh, this actor that was originally on Taxi, the TV show Taxi with D- Danny DeVito back in the day. And uh, I think he was on Saturday Night Live as well, I think, the very early years, back uh-huh. in the 70s. Um, Andy Kaufman was a very strange character. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> he um did a lot of weird characters and also... Brought the characters into real life situations to the point where he actually, I think, annoyed a lot of people on on the way. Yeah, uh, cause I actually
0: d- watched, a, funnily enough, a YouTube on Andy Kaufman as in his life story. It was actually yeah. more quite, quite sad. <coughs> have
1: you seen the Man in the, the Moon movie no, though? I oh, a, you have uh, to watch that. It's oh, really? Jim Carrey. Go. He apparently the story is with Jim Carrey. He actually kind of went a little nuts during the making of that movie and, um. I think he almost believed he was Andy Kaufman at one stage. Oh my gosh! Kind of just immersed himself in the whole world, you know. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Wow. <coughs> yeah, fantastic actor, and um, that's, I think some of his um his movies that are not comedic in style, like uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind or S- Eternal Spotless Sunshine, whatever. That, whatever yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It had a really <laughs> strange title on it.
1: Very sort of mellowy melodramatic movie, but uh, again, just his performance. It, it's something to say, I think, uh, about comedic actors. I think they're underrated actors.
0: Definitely. Because <laughs> p- people pigeonhole them.
1: They, yeah, but I think comedy, it kind of... It, it, you need to really know how to act because the, the, a lot of people say that dramatic stuff is easier to do than comedy. It's hard to make people laugh.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, ask and any stand-up and comedian. A, yeah, ask any stand-up comedian, definitely. Um, some of the stories of those guys have as far as, like, you know, bombing on stage and all that, it's part of the, you know, the... The journey to get to where you are, but yeah. you've got to fail a lot in order to get there. You know,
0: exactly right.
1: Um, exactly. Yeah, some amazing stories from uh, some comedy legends out there that uh, Um yeah. It's the, the amount, the, the amount of horror stories that the got. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could never go through what they've no, gone through. You know, no, you'd have to have a hide on you like a uh, rhinoceros. Yeah, and
1: they keep coming back. They will bomb on stage and then they'll go and do it again. You know, exactly. it's like it's, if you were to. Completely get embarrassed on the stage. Would you ever do it again?
0: You'd probably just go, probably nah, not, I can't no, me, no, "No, no, I can't do this." No,
1: <laughs> but you know, you've got to. Like I was mentioning to um uh, to someone recently about how you got to fail in order to succeed. succeed and yep. you've got, and it doesn't matter how many times you got to fail. Um, you've got to keep doing it until you eventually get it right, because you'll right. never, uh, you'll never, you know, um, learn or, you know, get anywhere if you, you don't or grow from it. Exactly. So, uh, but I think people are just afraid of failure, and so they sort of avoid those um, situations, you know, and then they never get anywhere because, you know, you're afraid of failing. But, exactly. Yeah, you got to do it. That's it. All
0: right. How about we get into some uh, Beastie Boys? I think that'd be pretty cool. Enjoy. This is Danny B. For the community, Inspire Radio. All right. That was pretty groovy.
1: Very heavy-ish. That's not our thunderstorms, by the way. That's the, the doors right there.
0: That was. The one and only Jim Morrison.
1: Riders on the storm. Yep. Uh, luckily, we don't have a storm happening here in Perth at the moment. We've got some uh, good weather at the moment, so uh, all good on our end. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be it for us, I think, for this afternoon.
0: I think so. Yeah. Um, think so. It's
1: been a good little three hours. It always goes by pretty quick. Yep. Um, certainly does. Uh, we got to s- uh, sort of plug for the next show because uh, for those listening, stay tuned for uh, Brendan Matthews. He's got the uh, the good folk coming up next um, yep. from 6 o'clock onwards. Um, but until then, um, I guess I'll be back on Friday. Yeah. You're taking I'll a short holiday.
0: Just uh, one show break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> back on uh, the following Monday. Following Monday, yeah. We'll be right into September by that point. So Certainly will. And then uh,
0: we'll be able to go watch Bill and Ted's. We'll have the correct day. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although um, I'm guessing by the time the opening day is happening, I'll probably still want until to go see it, depending on my schedule. But, um, yeah, hopefully by then we'll be able to have something come up with uh, a verdict on the new movie. So
0: Exactly. All right, cool. All right, well, everyone. Well... Take it easy. Um. Until next time, and we're going to leave you with some uh, Janis Joplin. Take it easy. See you next time. Bye.